Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, October 13th. In this week, the balls are 1 0, and that's all that matters. This week. In orange pants. In orange pants. When's the last time we lost in orange pants? I know in 16 against Kentucky we won. I'm sure there's a time very recently, but. We're 1 0 right now. We're 1 0 right now. And <laughs> that's all that matters. So, I know beggars can't be choosers, so I. You know, I understand that, but I'm not a fan of the all orange pants. Like I'd prefer the double want, stripe, the checkerboard stripe. Stripe. Okay. I want there to be a stripe. That's fair. Again, I understand beggars can't be choosers. I'm not. I get it. I'm just saying. Could use maybe a little bit. Little you don't bit. want to go full cream. I do not want to go. Well, even cream has got a little bit of white. Now you got to lick to get to it. Yeah, you got to get look, like to the inside. Yeah, but it's got white in it. Like why can't we? I don't know. You know, I mean, obviously the double stripes would be great. I will settle for either a single white stripe or a um, the checkerboard. I don't know why we did the check. We've talked about this. I think we had Chad on to talk about it. I don't know why we went away from that. It's so unique. It looked awesome. Yeah, sort of thing. Especially on the helmet. And now but, Kentucky stole it. So it looks like it's theirs now because we got right. away from it. So, right. So. Now, I, I'm sure most of you, if you weren't at the game, I'm sure you were on Twitter. And um, so you knew it. We didn't get into the game. I got into the game during the national anthem. Um, hadn't been on my phone in a while. We were having a good time enjoying our company, each other's company. Mm-hmm. Not just me and him, but we would have if it was just me and him. <laughs> um, and I get there, and we ran out. I didn't believe it for a second. I was like, are those orange pants, Sam? He was like, they're orange pants. I was like, because you could kind of see them in the tunnel. And I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh. So apparently they tweeted it out. Like they the did. official account tweeted out like an hour or so before the game. So they tweeted out, I think, maybe an hour before the game, but um, once the because pl- the players came into the locker room, they didn't know they were wearing orange pants. Oh, yeah. So I know that at that point. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. We've got a great episode. We're excited. Like I said, the Vols are 1 0. So fan- we're 1 0. We're 1 0. We're happy, baby. Vols win, you win. Uh, my fantasy team is fighting to win this week. It's my fault, sort of. But I forgot. To- I picked up Josh Lambeau, forgot to start him. Rookie mistake. But hey, we're fighting to win. You live uh, and you learn. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, we're going to talk Mississippi State. What's next coming up this week? We all unfortunately know. We've got a college football recap and then our segments before we start the remainder of the show. I'm going to tell you all, you all about, you guys, you all just, just going to combine those words. You all about my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Hope you took the balls under this this week, not the over. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years now or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, players are uh, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. With pro football, college football, MLB playoffs in full swing and both hockey and basketball around the corner, where uh, now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. If you really, really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. If you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Only if you use the promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Go get paid, guys. Told you to take the under. The two teams that were in, uh, in Neyland on Saturday were not going to uh, score 53 points. No. No, no way. way. 
And then Brian Maurer went down, and you were 100% that there were not going to be 53 points scored on that that field. Maurer actually helped that case, throwing picks in the end zone. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, somebody tweeted, um, well, I guess I was looking at halftime, and they were like, are we okay with this freshman making mistakes, or make, making freshman mistakes? And I was like, yeah, is he a freshman? He is. Yep, I'm good. Now, can't do it again. Don't like you doing it twice. Um, but, you know. Was was the first one concussed? The, <laughs> it'd be the second one in the end zone. Or, yeah, the second yeah. one. Sorry, yes. Um, possibly. That may be part of it. I mean. Full Scorpion. I mean, that's like. Dude, that was nasty. I can't believe they didn't stop. I mean, I know he got up relatively quick for that kind of yeah. uh, hit. Got up relatively quickly. Um, but I I can't believe an athletic trainer wasn't already halfway out there before. That's definitely like ridiculousness. Yeah. Worthy, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Full scorpion. Uh it was it was a nasty fall. Did, did Pruitt say he had a concussion? He said a little concussion. He said a right? little concussion. So But he was celebrating, so he looked means. fine. I don't know what kind of concussion protocol we have. Yeah, we did not do a good job of him like, jumping you know, in the stands is probably not what I'd want for my starting quarterback. And apparently he may have went streaky. In the quad. He's streaking in the quad. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Frank the Tank, baby. I could see Maurer being a Frank the Tank. I could see it. I mean, if a player gets arrested streaking in the quad after a win, can you really be that mad? Yeah, do it on Cumberland, not on the straw, not on the quad. Do it down okay. Cumberland. The strip. So, strip on the strip. Correct. Okay. It used to be like a thing. People just go streaking on the strip. Like, run the whole strip? Maybe that's why. I don't Maybe it's like dry racing. I was talking to some each side. Maybe I was talking to someone a, a number of years ago, and he had a bunch of pictures. He worked for I guess a newspaper, and he had a bunch of pictures of college students streaking, stripping on the strip. Kind of weird. It's a thing, man. Get naked, run around. It's a thing. Well, I mean, it's kind of weird that he has those pictures. Yeah, I mean, definitely like stashed. I, yeah, they were in his personal collection at that point. Okay, it I would have. You, you wouldn't have had to work hard to talk me into streaking last night. You could have just been like, the Vols are 1-0 when you streak, Caleb. I'm going to be like, all right, let's do it. Yep. <laughs> Bet you or, <laughs> or, hey, everybody's streaking outside. All right, well, I got to join you. Yeah, exactly. I can't miss out exactly. on the fun. It, it, I can 100% tell you right now, if someone had come into Cool Beans and been like, Brian Maurer's streaking on the strip right now, I would have taken off my clothes and ran with him. Yeah. 100%. Can't arrest us all. If everybody <laughs> does it, you can't arrest us all. Right. We're just trying to keep Brian Maurer out of jail. But don't you dare do a U-turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was a, that was a nice job. That was a nice job. Speaking of the Mississippi State game, I guess we should really talk football. Yeah, let's uh, talk maybe. Football. Yeah. Um, so Brian Maurer didn't look terrible. No, didn't look great. Uh, but also only had a half to really get anything going. Yep. Um, couple of nice drives while he was in there. I think he was like four of seven. Something like that. Yep, with, four, with seven, two interceptions. 61 yards. So I was looking at that, and I was like, oh, wow, I can't believe we just threw the ball seven times in the first half. That's pretty crazy. And we did try a double pass with Juwan Jennings. So yep. if you want to count that, one eight. Um, but, yeah, I was I was pretty surprised. Because I, I thought we were – I didn't think we were running the ball enough yet until, you know, JG came in. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised. It just didn't feel that way. I don't know why. But it, now it makes sense. I looked at the end of the first quarter, and it was 1230. Yep. I was like, we're going to be back home at 2.30 today. What the heck? This is all. And then CBS. Run, run clock, run. CBS or whoever. I don't even know what channel it was on. We thought it was CBS with all the timeouts, but I think it was SEC Network. 
Okay. Yeah. Whoever the network was, was took yeah. over, and they're like, "Nope, we're gonna be here for four and a half hours, guarantee it." And at one point, Mississippi State was uh, gonna kick a field goal. Uh, I guess someone called a timeout. Surely a TV timeout didn't pop out. Um, two and a half minute timeout before the kick. Kick the field goal. Go to kickoff before the kickoff. Three minute timeout. Yep. I was like, "That is absurd." Absurd. That was a while. I'm not complaining about being at a football game, but two three minute timeouts back to back. That's ridiculous. And it was it was almost like perfect weather too. It was very nice weather. It was like it was a little chilly. It was, yeah, it was it was a little chilly, but like in those kind of games, I feel like they drag it out like on the hottest game yeah. possible. Yeah, they're just like oh, yeah, you want TV timeout? You like that red guy? Props to him because he's definitely the most hated person. Absolutely. I think we should start booing him. Yeah, let's boo him. Uh, someone, a Mississippi State fan, turned to me. What play was it? It was a egregious call. I think it was a defensive holding call on the run play. Huh. And we, uh, the, I mean, how many, many people were there yesterday? Eighty five thousand. Do you know what the official attendance was? I can look that up. I think Mississippi State fans even booed. Everyone booed. It was a loud boo, and he turned. And he was like, "That was one of the most impressive boos I've ever heard." Like yeah, he's like, "That, that was, was a commitment from an entire fan base." I don't. I don't see how in the world, and it, it wasn't like it was a lineman and a lineman, a lineman like held him where he couldn't like block somebody yeah. else. It was a cornerback, and it wasn't even like really at the play. I don't know, like I don't know. It's a little absurd. I've never seen. I've never seen defensive holding. Eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah. I've never seen defensive holding on a run play in my entire life. I think like. I don't think I've ever seen it in college. I've seen it in the NFL before because, you know, they have to call everything. Yeah, cause they get paid by the flags in the yeah. NFL. Professional. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I was really proud of myself yesterday. The first time ever on the intentional grounding, a flag wasn't thrown. And I'm sure people are like, shut up, jackass. But I'm like yelling, that's intentional grounding. That's intentional grounding. The refs converge, and I'm like, someone was like, are they going to call? Uh, or they're calling him down. And I think that's what they were trying to decide. If he was down, obviously it's not intentional grounding. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were talking about. And then they throw the flag, and I was like, I turned, to my, I turned to Sam, and I was like, that is the first time I've ever asked for something like that, and it's actually gotten called. So I feel good. I know they were here. I was yelling really loud. I know they heard me. Yeah. And during the defensive holding call, they heard my John Tarleton comment, and they were like, God, I really up my game for this guy. He is. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He, he knows. <laughs> so, yeah, I know I affected the game. Now yeah. I should. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I was – I don't even know how we got to that point. But So, congrats on the victory. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're 1-0. 1-0 now <laughs> against the refs. Um, another stat that stood out to me that was mind-boggling, we didn't, tar- we didn't target Callaway. Sorry, we didn't hit Callaway. We may have targeted him. Yeah, that, so I, I wrote down some needs that we need to do, and that was one of them. Definitely got to get Callaway the ball. Yeah. And especially after, la- after last week with him making plays for you. Right. You got to find some way to get him the football. Right. I guess like midway through the third, I guess we weren't playing terrible yet. <laughs> yet. Um we never played terrible. Our defense. I mean, seriously. Oh, Phenomenal yeah. performance by our defense. Defense gets the victory. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Um, so, I guess I wasn't just – I wasn't thinking about, you know, how we're not getting the ball to playmakers. And Sam said, we we have not. He he said enough. So, I guess he they, he did get targeted at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, but, he yeah, he said we are not getting the ball to Callaway enough. No. Which obviously isn't a good thing because, like you said, you got to find a way to get the ball to playmakers. Yeah. So, so defensively, well, let's talk about the good first. Defensively, played out of their mind. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better defensive performance no. from your from your guys on that side of the floor. And, and the pass rush still it wasn't fantastic, but much improved. 
And when you needed them to make a play, they yeah. made a play. Um, I, I thought that was that had to do with timely blitzes. Yep. I thought it had to do with um, you know, we, we did have good pass rushers, and, and we didn't have to blitz to to get pressure no. all the time. We could just send four guys, and four guys were at least going to make him uncomfortable in the pocket. We, we also had some great blitzes. Yeah. You, you speak of well-timed, not only well-timed, but well-executed. Yeah. Um, the the one with Bryce Thompson. That's the first one that popped That, that was beautiful. Um, I think Crouch had a couple nice blitzes. Um, Toto definitely had one right off the top of my head I can think of that was – it was right off the middle, too. Yeah. And a really nice blitz. Somebody that just jumps off the field for me is Daniel Batuli. Yeah. And that's – like, he's a guy that would have been a huge difference for us those first two weeks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't – you can't replace a leader like that. Like, yeah. no one's going to step up. Like, uh, the way the way Batuli leads, if they're not a leader yet, they're not just going to magically in one week flip the switch and be a leader. Like, mm-hmm. that's you, – you are, you aren't. You, you usually don't get better at that. Like, I look at – I was talking to Sam because we were talking about A.J. Johnson at some point yesterday – and uh, I said, man, A.J. Johnson, did you see him in the – that was an interception in yep. the end zone? Mm-hmm. He was in like a duel with Phillip Rivers, getting the defense set, and Phillip was moving people or call, you know, changing middle linebacker calls, stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, that, like that's a guy you can't replace his what he brings on the field in terms of just leadership. Yep. Same kind of dude. For sure. Um, so three interceptions, seven sacks, ten tackles for loss. We had seven sacks. Yeah, number one, seven freaking sacks. We had eight going into that game the whole season. So That's to almost insane. match your season total is incredible. Darrell Taylor finally got yeah. his. Yep. Um, and, and that was probably, you know, I feel like he probably gets chipped and he probably gets double teamed quite a bit because he is that guy that to, we have the, the yeah. pass rusher. We, we don't really we don't have, have somebody we have him. opposite. Yeah, we have him who's dynamic, and then no one really else. Yeah. Like, Derek Barnett had Corey Vereen, so you couldn't just, like, leave Corey Vereen go because he's going to make a play. Right. So we that, don't really that, have that's that. That's what was so big when Bar- when Derek Barnett was here to have Corey Vereen on the other side. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, that it gave an opportunity away for Corey Vereen and our other, you know, our interior linemen because they would still have to – you have to double-team Barnett yeah. a lot. You have to, you know, use different um, protections mm-hmm. that – you know, made made the offensive line a little bit more susceptible to, to getting pressure. And uh yeah, we don't you don't really have that. You have like right now really just one dynamic guy and, and even he even Taylor has been a tad underwhelming outside of obviously what we know he's you know, we know they're keying in on him, but mm. even then, even when they're not specifically on that play, he's he's been pretty underwhelming too. Yeah. But yesterday was better. Seven tackles for a loss. I'm sorry, seven sacks. Um ten or eleven tackles for a loss. Ten. Ten tackles for a loss. Can't complain about that. Like, no, no. Like, and, you, and I feel like they they play with energy, passion. You know, they just wanted to. Everybody on that field wanted to make a play, and I feel like the crowd was into it, so they fed off that energy as well. Um, you know, you you had the SEC leading rusher on a. I think is it Colin? Is that Colin Hill? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we just keyed on him and made him a non-factor. He had 11 rushes for – or, yeah, 11 rushes for 13 yards. He was averaging 119 per game. Right. Until yesterday. 13 yards. And that that tells me a lot. It tells me this defense, you know, you're going to have to have a good offense to be able to stop 
to be able to score on us. I feel like they're not going to let one guy beat them. DeAndre Swift, for example, didn't have a great game. It was kind of everybody else, right? You know, kind of beat us. But, it's going to take more. Yeah, than but one if guy. you just have one stud, I feel like we do a good job of taking that one stud away. Typically, so far, <laughs> I was so say, far I this say all the time. <laughs> yeah, so Typically. far this season, I feel like we've done that. Um, I will say this: to hold Mississippi State, I forgot to look up what they were averaging before the game. Enough for us to take notice. In their rushing game, their quarterback was like 6.6 yards a carry. Their number one running back was like five and a half yards per carry mm-hmm. going into the game. Um, and we held them to 121 yards rushing. And a big bulk of that came late in the fourth quarter on the where we were just keeping everything in front of us. Yeah, and, and the quarterback was getting loose. Yeah. yeah, 79 yards before, I think before the Tyler Bird touchdown. I think it was 79 yards. But again, like they no, got more than that. They got down there, and you're starting to get a little nervous. Yeah, you know those Tennessee fans are like, "Oh crap, we know we've seen this one before. Yeah, here we go again." <laughs> um, but then that you know that defensive front, they made a play when they needed to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and somebody else, Nigel Warrior has played the best football of his entire career the past two weeks. He played a he played a lot better both in the run game and yep. pass game, like just all around better. I remember he was playing like ten yards off the ball and met. A Mississippi State running back in the hole, yeah, from ten yards away, and on his interception too, he gets a, you know, I think the move uh, got him a little bit. It didn't take him all the way out of position, but mm-hmm. got him a little bit. It didn't. I don't think. I don't think he got enough depth early on in it, in it but made a fantastic athletic play to get over there. And it wasn't going to be a complete pass, and then yeah. makes an incredible play to to catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like I said, there was a. I don't remember who was under him. Schamberger. Schamberger was under him. Like, it was not going to be complete. But it took a heck of a play to make the interception there. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like our running backs did a pretty good job. And and our offensive line. That's another one. Tip your hat to them. Um, Clean pocket. Uh, I feel like they made holes when they needed to. Finished blocks. Um, I feel like Maurer. And even when JG was when they allowed him to throw. Had plenty of time. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like the, there were a lot more holes yesterday mm-hmm. on the in the run game, and it was I was getting kind of frustrated. At, uh, I felt like I believe it was Chandler was was really quick to kind of bump to the to the next hole, and I I, I said I was like just be a little more patient. Sam was like he's not used to it. Like he's I was like yeah. you're right. I mean, usually that hole if it doesn't open up first, it, it ain't going to open up. But now they're doing a lot better job, and you rolled in uh, Calber and um, Carvin Carvin in the second half did. Did you know, notice a difference? Not really. Not really. That's, that's not until Calvert went down. Right. Like, oh. Yeah. Calvert was in. And they brought Smith in after that, right? Back in? Mm, who did they? They brought, yeah, right back in. Right, one of them. Like, yeah. we went, we didn't have to go to the third string guy because yeah. I don't think they were really banged up. It was maybe hurting a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but, um, yeah. So, we didn't have a drop off there, which was nice. Um yeah, they were Dominic able to Anderson drives. Yeah, Dominic Wood Anderson was much better in the run game this week mm-hmm. too. Yep. We still rolled Austin Pope out there a lot, and I think we only threw once with him on the field. Yeah, maybe twice. I know we talked about this. When Austin Pope goes on there, it's probably going to be a run. Yeah, but when Ramel Keaton and Gerard Means are out there, it's hundred percent run, ninety nine percent. The only time, and I think when Keaton got that pass in, great catch, great play on the ball. Use his body to defend off the the receiver and let the ball kind of fall into his chest, um, but we do not throw when they're in the game. No, and when he caught that pass, that I think catches. Palmer was on the other side and he was just in for somebody else. Right. 
um, and, and we ended up throwing it to them. But and maybe that'll change now too. They they mentioned um, so everybody noticed T Martin out on the field, uh, down on the field rather than in the box this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pruitt said that's just you know it wasn't a big deal. It's just the rotation with the wide receivers wasn't right. Callaway and Jennings were playing too many snaps, and it was you know killing them. We had to do a better job. So maybe now with him down there, you're going to see them in on more pat because they're getting in at the right times. It's not not as much confusion. So yeah. maybe maybe that'll help. And I feel like a lot of that could be setting something up. I feel like right. we did a great job um, with play action. Brian yeah. Maurer was under center a lot more than he has been yeah. so far, um, and I think that's just him getting comfortable with the offense. Right. But, means had a catch though, right? As well, Keaton and Means both. I don't think Means had a catch. Okay, maybe he just had a target. Because I remember, I remember talking about him like right yeah. after it happened. But I, I thought Mauer, you know, he made plays with his feet. Mm-hmm. He made some good throws. I remember one play in particular that um, they blitzed, and that linebacker blitzed, and he hit Palmer right, right in stride, mm-hmm. right where that linebacker was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, that was good for him to see that and then see his his target and lead him and and make a play. I thought that play until Mauer went out. I thought the play calling was a lot better too. Yeah, and then even on that last drive, the play calling was good. And, and I'm not just saying just the last drive; it it was good. But mm-hmm. several times throughout the the game, it, it was you know, you could obviously we're just running the ball. We were one dimensional, but we in that last drive we we got a lot. More open. You definitely sense that they did not trust JG. Absolutely, much. absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite play calls was we were uh, in like a bunch set on the uh, my left it would have been your right going mm-hmm. to the south end zone, and we needed a first down. I want to say it was like third and like twelve. Like it was a longer, longer yardage, and um, I think everyone assumed we were just going verticals. And I think the two inside guys ran verticals to clear, and uh, whoever was on the outside, I think it was it might have been Jennings, kind of just ran like a little curl, kind of sat down in the space, and then ran across the middle and got some more yardage. Yep. I thought it was a great play call. It was really good. So, yeah, credit, credit to Chaney. Um, and credit to the de- I mean, defense play calling. I already talked about it. Really good. There's not – I mean, there's not a lot you can you can complain about yesterday. I mean, nope. noticeable things. I said six first downs in the second half, 14 total. That's not great, but you won. Um, you said you'd – you mentioned – I don't know if you mentioned on the show, but you mentioned it before um, – the show that how much time we we had like ten more minutes of possession than they did. Yeah, let me look up exactly what that was. Yeah. But some some kind of plays that stuck out to me um, that were kind of key was number one the Smaglia's field goal right before the half. Mm-hmm. Um, number two had to be the Tim Jordan third down. Uh, yeah, I think it was on that last drive. And his touchdown run was really nice too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And props to JG, man. Yeah, no. I mean, you, you, you got to give him some credit. You know, six for seven. Um, I, I forgot how many yards he had, but. A hundred and like eight. Yeah, something like that. Um, no, credit credit to him. I mean, I I think if Mauer's healthy, he's still the guy. Don't mishear me in that. Yeah. But you cut, you, you've been benched. Um, you got to come in and hold on to a lead where it's already, it's not secure at all. At all. Mm-hmm. And, um. And you made you made a couple good plays. I you know that someone tweeted the video out, which they you know incorrectly said that he he made a nice uh, read and went away from his first first read. He was just looking off the safety, but he actually looked off the safety. Yeah, he got the safety. He pulled the the safety left and was able to hit uh, Ramel Keaton, and it was a nice play. He I think he even steps up a little bit because he's got a, an end trying to 
fly upfield on him. I think he even has to step up a little bit. It's a good play by him. He is, yeah, credit. Like you said, credit to him. Yep, Tyler, Mer- Tyler Bird. He keeps, you know, cashing in on those opportunities that he yeah. gets. He's made he made a couple of plays on punt or punt return this yeah, year against he? UTC. Yeah, he, had that. he blocked. Yep, blocked yep. one. And I think did he block another one or something? I can't remember. I, think I feel he like he's a had a big plays. play. I don't know yeah, if he blocked. I think he made it. a couple of plays in that game. But yeah, just a senior, you know, getting his opportunity and making the most of it, and that's, you know, that's all you can ask from those guys, right? Once you get that opportunity, take advantage of it. Yeah. Because if you do, then they're going to get you more involved. Guys right. that can make plays are going to play. Yeah. And that's a chance, too, if you go out there and ball out, you may win your starting job back. Now, I don't think he did. But he played good enough to win, which is credit enough. Because it's difficult to do to come in. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of unfortunate to him that that's the one position where we're kind of good at. Yeah. Like, depth-wise. Oh, you're talking about Bird. Sorry, I was talking about JG. But, yes, oh, yeah. Bird as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I just mean, JG, if you go in and ball out, you probably get a starting job back. Now, I just I don't I don't think you played well enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know you're talking about credit to him. If you're a competitor, losing that starting position like that, you're upset. Now what you have to fight is you can't be visibly upset. You can't pout, and then when you get the chance to go in, you got to take advantage of it. And I thought you know we talked about how more supportive he was even at halftime of the Georgia game, or not Georgia game. Uh, yeah, Georgia game. Yep. Is that? I thought Mauer started Georgia. What game am I thinking of? He did start Georgia. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking he got subbed out. But that's not what happened. I guess I guess it was Florida. He came out of halftime, and JG mm-hmm. was one of the first people to Oh yeah, to, to meet him. Yeah, and so, it looked like in the game yesterday, it looks like, you know, Maurer on that touchdown, he was the first one to JG. Right. So that's good that they have that, you know, kind of – it's a competition, but it's also like – You got to be teammates, too. Yeah, you're teammates on, first, then you're, you're on the same team. Yeah. Credit to JG though for sure. Um, um, as far as Mississippi State goes, that's pretty much all I have. I mean, I could talk about I could talk about it all day, but yeah. the things I wanted to I don't think they're very point good. Out. No, they're not. I was I was shocked. Like I thought they were going to be a lot better than that. Right. Did oh, okay. This is, what is this top ten? What? Sorry, I just got distracted. Yeah, top ten. Boy. But of the of what? Because Kansas yesterday. City was playing the Chargers. No, they no, that was Arizona. Yeah, that was Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm a I'm a liar. I lied. Um, but, yeah, anything else from Mississippi State game before we move on and talk? We're going to briefly talk about what's next and what's coming up this week. Not a lot. I mean, we won. We it won. was ugly, and I feel like it, it shouldn't have been that close. But I think if Mauer's in, I think we pull away maybe three, four scores. Yeah. You might get to 53 if Mauer continues playing. You may. Because the offense, like you said, just looked more dominant. Like, in terms of like being we, able to move the ball, sustain drives. We whooped their ass. The offense wanted, like, <laughs> like defensively, like yeah. they, that one touchdown that they scored, it was like, and and in the first half they got a field goal, they kicked their kicker kicked a fifty-one yard field goal off the crossbar and bounced dude. in. That that thing grew some freaking legs as it crossed. The, oh yeah, I don't know what, who was blowing the correct direction or what. Like it looked like it was gonna fall in the end zone. Oh yeah, and grew some legs. I was like, oh no way, yeah, because it was like, it wasn't very like. High, it was like a short. I was like, "Oh no way!" Yeah, doing. Oh my god! Someone was right, and, and Brian Denny Stadium. That one bounces back towards, back towards the kicker. Oh yeah, they've got the right size field goal post or something like mm-hmm. that one's going back. Um, what's that? I was gonna say something else about the kicker. Oh no, no, no. curses! Did we break two curses yesterday? 
backup quarterback and friends in low places. Is friends in low places technically a curse since it only happened once or? Yeah, I wouldn't count that. It's a great song. <laughs> I just like breaking it. You know, if we can break it, break it. Yeah, any curses you can break, break well, it. Well, as I was singing it, I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I, I sang know. it. Backup, like, I don't even know if I consider that a backup quarterback, though. They brought him in. I mean, he didn't start and they brought him in. I, I mean, yeah, that's that's true, but, like, they both started like, throughout, throughout the season. Yeah. It was due to injury, though, wasn't it? I don't know. Thought it was for some reason. It I might be, but like, so why did did Schrader just come in because he was playing terrible? I would assume, yeah. Yeah. But then I, I thought Schrader would get pulled too, and he didn't. Yeah, he didn't play that much better. Yeah, I was excited to see the other guy starting. I was more worried about Schrader. I'll say that. Yeah, and I'll say that. Um, what's next? Obviously, Alabama. Um, so I'll tell I'll tell my. This is I think the realest. The when I came to the realization that Tennessee is just never going to make me happy it was 2013 freshman year. We were we beat Steve Spurrier's South Carolina. Ooh, visor guy, visor guy in Neyland. Mm. Michael Plarty, game winning field goal. That's time expired. And we go to Alabama next week. And you're riding high, man. Worley played good that game. You had that Marquez uh, or the uh, Marquez. What's it? North North? Yeah. yeah. The you know over the think he was getting grabbed made the trap the ball on his shoulder pad mm-hmm. he just played a good game your defense played good that game I'm trying to remember who the quarterback was so then it was uh connor shaw connor i believe shaw. pretty good um so we we go after that game and i'm like i'm going to alabama getting tickets tonight like i'm going to alabama we're gonna win my dad's like don't do it don't do it you're gonna regret it they're gonna whoop us should have listened save your money and i'm like no dad we're gonna win this game did you see how we played this week Get ready. Like, we're going to win this game. Drive down there. Got beat 49-7, to maybe 49-10. to I think 49-7. to And the only touchdown we scored, uh, I decided that I had enough and I was going to go pee while we were on the field. And Josh Dobbs threw a touchdown pass. And so I didn't even get to see a score. And it was a terrible trip. I got in a fight or an argument, excuse me, with an Alabama fan. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was – it was my fault, too. I was, I was being a hothead. But, yeah, that's my Alabama story. And now I've got people on Twitter thinking we're going to win. And I'm like, guys, 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 I've been there, done that. We're going to get killed. Don't give in. I love love Tennessee. If they win, I'll be really happy. Alabama probably covers in the first half. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, Henry Toto is definitely out. So, I think Crouch starts at middle line. He has to, right? Yeah. Is J.J. Peterson going to play this week? What's, like <laughs> – uh, what I do think, we do? I think it's a lost cause with them. That's what I'm going to go with. I, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. But I'm just like, what do we do? Like as far as J.J. Peterson or Alabama? Playing Alabama. Like inside, Dude, do we I'm, have enough inside linebackers? I'm still on board with... Like we should have done what you did. We should have all got targeting calls. Exactly. Just get ejected. Yeah. Just get ejected. Then, you, then you, you don't have help. to go through the hole we sat on because we didn't want to compete. Because like... As much as like I need Brian Mauer to be our starting quarterback, like if we just you know if we just sit him just to be safe, like I'm yeah. not gonna be mad. Like because that that's Tennessee's thing. We have to stay healthy. If we lose guys, we're definitely not going. Play. Yeah, even if you even if, let's in some magic world, you go and beat Alabama, hey, but you you lose. What kind of magic world is that? Because I need to go there <laughs> exactly. But you lose several guys to injury. You didn't win because yeah. you're not gonna get bowl eligible. Nope. And, I mean, this program just – it needs to get to a bowl really yep. bad. Pruitt, yeah. I mean, he's right. We need the extra practices. We need – you know, we need the, the 
the draw of that to recruiting, you've got to make a bowl game mm-hmm. for where this program's at. I think it would be a lot different if it was at home, but it's away. Like, recruiting is not going to be that big of a deal. I just like. So it's... we're kind of, we're hoping Brian Mauer is out exactly like seven days, right? Yeah. Exactly seven days back in time for South Carolina. Yeah, because I'm not on board. I don't want to get our quarterback killed. But we know we'll probably roll him out there. Maybe he gets injured in the first half. Yeah. Who knows? God dang it. Why do we got to be so competitive all the time? Right. <laughs> right. Hopefully we're competitive. I, I think that's I think that's what you look for in this week. And, and on Wednesday we'll talk more about the Alabama game. Um, I'll give you a hint, though. Slants. <laughs> um, but we'll talk more about it. But, yeah, I think just go and compete in Tuscaloosa with whoever, whatever quarterback you have. The good news is if our run game can look halfway that good, I think – you have a chance to – I think you give your defense a chance because they're not just going to be on the field the whole time. Which the good news is Alabama's doesn't keep defenses on the field the whole time. They just score on you. So, that's – I mean, I guess that's one good one good thing. Yeah, it's like passing to the Italians. Yeah. Score and score and score and score and score and score. It's score and score and score. Yeah. It's score and score and score. Yeah, so – That's that's their – their receivers are the Italians. Yeah. Judy, Ruggs, Smith. Who's the other one? Um – Judy Rugg-Smith. I don't know. There's one more that's yeah. good, too. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't feel great about this game, and I'm just hoping we get out of there alive. And Feeling good. Feeling good. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. I mean, a lot of people are saying this is a must-win game. Waddle. Huh? Waddle was the other one. Waddle. Everyone was saying this Mississippi State game was a must-win game. I, I agree to an extent. I mean, when I when you say must-win, I think to salvage the season, not to salvage Pruitt's career or anything. Yeah, I think it was a, a must-win game for, for the season, and um, it was that you got a chance to you got a slim chance, but a chance to get bowl eligible. Um, you know, and if you take care of you take care of some business, win some games you're supposed to win, and those games I'm, I'm talking about Kentucky, Vandy, I, I imagine. If we don't just get absolutely obliterated by Alabama, compete with South Carolina, you're probably favored in that game, in those games. I would assume you're definitely gonna be favored in the Vandy game. Oh yeah. Um. So you win the games you're supposed to win. That that puts you at at four wins, and um, then you got a chance to. Yeah, I mean, at this you, point, you got to take it one game at a time, and you know, let the rest kind of figure itself out. Yeah, and you know, Missouri is not an incredible football team either. Now they're better than us. But they're not a great football team. Um, I wish Arkansas was on the schedule this year. I mean, we'd probably get beat bombing. It'd be embarrassing, but <laughs> kind of wish they were on the schedule. Yeah, next uh, year, though. Huh? Next year. Next though. year. Is it in Arkansas? Yep. Fayetteville. I don't want to go to Arkansas, but I may. <laughs> yeah. It'd be. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to go. Let's be clear about that. No one wants to go to Arkansas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, that's that. I mean, I just go compete this week, compete hard, give. Give us hope for South Carolina. It's a home game. Hopefully, it's at noon. I think we like noon games better. Does South Carolina have a bye? Probably next probably. week. Probably. Yeah. Did you have you watched any of that Georgia game yet? I watched a little bit they, last night. I'm just curious if they look good doing it or if Georgia looked terrible. I don't. I think they look fine. I think it was very ugly. It was just a both ugly sides were ugly. I, I mean, like. I feel like it was probably similar to yesterday with us. Right. It was an ugly football game. Those noon games, man, they'll get you. They will. They'll get you. Duke was losing to Georgia Tech at one point. Yeah. Late, pretty late, I think, too. Third quarter. Oh, so they play Florida next week. Duke does? 
No, South oh, Carolina. I was like, what? South Carolina. Hopefully they just get destroyed. Yeah. I don't want Florida to win, but I'd also not like them to be rolling as they come into us. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> right. It'd be just perfect. Impeccable timing, if you will. No, what do you what, anything you want to talk about? For I mean, what I, you, I think a bowl game is definitely achievable. Yeah. I mean, but you you like I said, you have to take it one game at a time. You have to take care of business in those games. Mm-hmm. You know, the games that you should win, you have to win, and then give yourselves a chance when it's a fifty fifty game, right? Like, like Missouri, like Kentucky, South Carolina, give yourself a chance. Yeah, absolutely. But stay healthy is the main thing. We have to do that. So, not looking forward to next week because I feel like that does nothing but hurt confidence and get people hurt. Right. But I want to win. Like, if we go in there and win. Here's God, my question. I'm already, I'm already starting to talk about it. I'm not. I refuse. I did. I've done this too many years. Here's my question. If you do beat Alabama, you won't. Anything, anything's possible. Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Anything's possible. Anything's also impossible, too. It's true. <laughs> they, don't talk, they don't tell you that in Fact. school. They don't tell you that in school. Um, but every, anything is impossible. And we... Whether to injuries or whatever reason, we don't win another game. We're three and nine, but you beat Alabama. Successful season? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll, take, I'll go oh, one and 11 if we get to beat yeah, Alabama, uh, especially in Alabama. I, I feel the same with Florida. Like, you beat either one of those teams, golden. Maybe that Mississippi State fan that I told it didn't matter when he asked about the Georgia-South Carolina game score. I was being an asshole. That's fun. But I was like – it doesn't matter. You're not going to win the West. Like you're never going to see those teams. He's like, good luck at, or have fun at three and nine. Maybe he gave us the Bama game. Maybe. <laughs> also, I was like, you just lost to a three and nine team. <laughs> also, I don't know. I, I wouldn't call it successful because you're probably that means you lose to UAB. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. It's not successful. Jerry Pruitt, I'll say this: if you want to keep your job, you have to win UAB and Vandy. Oh yeah! If you lose either of them, it's gonna Vandy, be it's gonna be in question. Unless Vandy just has a magical, magical time. If you lose to them, you're not gonna be good. No. So let's see. Mississippi State is they're three. They have four wins, one over, but they also lost to Kansas State, who is terrible. Got obliterated by Auburn. Lost to Tennessee. Barely beat Kentucky by 10, maybe? 15. Okay, I'll give them that. Their other wins are over Charleston Southern, LA Lafayette, and Southern Miss. Those are the other ones. Yeah, they're not You can't good. talk trash about your season to yeah, us. They Sorry. are not good. You don't, you don't get that. Not good whatsoever. Especially after losing. And they get to play LSU next week. Huh. Have fun yeah. with that, guys. Good for them. Have fun with that. Recruiting. Yeah, was there anybody big in town this week? There was a couple. You're my, guys. You're my recruiting guy. You're, you're my guy. There was a couple guys. Um, I'll start with that list. So you had one official visitor. Um, that's four star defensive tackle Octavius Oxendine, um, out of Ratcliffe, Kentucky. Looks like it's between us and Kentucky, probably for him. I think he talked with Austin Price, and he spoke. Supposed to make a decision in January, or February. Okay. Um, could sign early. Um, but that's not probably not going to happen. Yeah. He said he could sign. So we'll see. Well, yeah. Um, four star, uh, defensive end, Jay Hardy. 
uh, four-star defensive end. Tyler Barron was in town. Um, Christian Belux, he's a four-star quarterback in the 2021 class. He was there. Um, four-star defensive back Andre Turrentine from Innsworth was in town also. He's also part of that 2021 class. And then a couple commits. Harrison Bailey's back in town, which is huge. Yep. Um, and Cooper Mays, always in town. <laughs> um, all day, every day. So, yeah, I mean, pretty good list. Tyler Barron, Jay Hardy, Octavius Oxendine. Defensive lineman. That's huge. Right. Need those defensive linemen. Um, need to get you a quarterback, Harrison Bailey. I th- I'm hoping he just stays. I mean, everything Which that, that Harrison Bailey, any everything that I've heard or been told, it looks like he is firm to Tennessee. Yeah, but you got to take care of business. Mm-hmm. You got to prove like this is a. If it's a rebuild, it's a rebuild that's not going to take eight years, right? You know, it's it's got to be more immediate than that, right? Um. But he's having a great season. Um, Friday night, he had seven touchdowns. He was 19 for 23. Six throwing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. 410 yards against uh, North Paulding. Insane. So, they won 49-21, so he was part of every single touchdown that Marietta scored. (laughs) So, I mean, he's got some weapons, but you're putting up that kind of numbers? Yeah. I was reading, speaking about being, um, and I know we'll talk about it more in a second, but speaking of being involved in every single touchdown, a Texas and Oklahoma fan were arguing about Jalen Hurts, and someone mm-hmm. was like, he didn't even play that good. Like a Texas fan said that, and they are like, he scored every touchdown for us. So he had a bad day and still did that to you? So that, yeah. yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, as an idiot. Um, he is a Texas fan, so <laughs> do with that what you will. You know? Yeah, fake UT. <laughs> um, Jalen Hyatt, uh Wide receiver commit is a finalist for South Carolina Mr. Football. Oh wow! Nice. So his parents, pretty big. him and he, unless his parents are just going rogue, he is hard at Tennessee. Oh yeah, they already got jerseys made. He's coming to Tennessee. Yeah. They've already got like an apartment set up for him and everything. They put a down payment down on an apartment. <laughs> um, BJ Ojolari. Um, not sure about his stats last night. Didn't get those, but then the last Friday. He had 13 tackles, four tackles for loss, and three sacks um, against a powerhouse in Florida, um, Edgewater. So, I mean, I'm excited. Yep. Like, these commits are not only, like, they're on good football teams, but they're also dominating against great competition. Right. So, um, and then four-star defensive tackle Amari Thomas will be on his official visit next weekend for the South Carolina game. He was just here for the Georgia game. And already, you know, wanting to come back and, and make it official. So, you know, Tennessee's big out of him out of Briarcrest Christian in Memphis. So, we'll kind of see where that goes. Basketball recruiting. Little you had a um, visit from three-star center Dylan Cardwell. Um, I don't know what Tennessee's going to do. They're definitely probably looking to oversign because with the all the transfers and everything like that, that happened with – Basketball, you just right. You want to make sure that you have yourself covered. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so it looks like they're going to oversign four-star power forward PJ Hall is taking his official visit um, for the 
actually this weekend. So for the Alabama game, he will be actually on campus. So oh, nice. not. It's weird that he's not a, going to a home game, but right. He wants. I think he's the only one that's supposed to be here, so he's going to get that one-on-one time with the staff and and the players, and you know they want to lock that one down. That's that's their main focus right now is with Jaden Springer, and then you know they want to oversign to get another big man, and it looks like it's either PJ Hall, um, and it looks like Dylan Cardwell might be kind of a backup there. We'll see. Yeah, but it looks like they they would probably only take one of those. Guys, so that's all I got for recruiting. Um, redshirting, Brandon Johnson is going to redshirt. What do you yeah. think about that? Uh, probably just the depth. Kind of similar to like the, you know, you talk about guys like him and Tyler Bird and, you know, that they could be playing, but a lot of talent in front of them too. Yeah. Not not so much a knock on them. And um, Brandon Johnson's younger, probably a decision that, you know, he saw maybe something he wants to finish his – you know, degree. Maybe he wants that graduate transfer year. If if he, you know, he wants it available. If because he might take that opportunity, stuff like that. I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of things that you know he's looking forward and and making decisions. So it, it looks like he he wants to be here though. So he's not yeah, just yeah. like redshirting to go somewhere else. Right. It looks. I know, just mean leaving the graduate transfer you know mm-hmm. option open because yeah. that, that gives him more time to graduate yeah. and take advantage of what it will be his redshirt senior year. So I think that's. That's huge for him, and it's huge for us to, yep. you know, you lose Callaway, you lose Jennings. It's almost like so, a guy you add to the next recruiting class, but he's got playing experience. He'll be on campus with you the whole year. It's like yeah, you're recruiting for the next class from guys on your team. Yeah, it's like a almost a, a JUCO guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a proven JUCO guy. Right. Right. So, this is cool. We tailgated next to Jeff Smith yesterday. Yeah. And um, – if you're not familiar, is it the nineteen? Is it the eighty three? I thought it was eighty six. Eighty six, nineteen eighty six Sugar Bowl. Um, Jeff Smith caught the touchdown pass to tie it up seven to seven. And um, first off, when someone was like, "That's Jeff Smith," like one of the guys from the other tailgate was just telling us, I was like, "That is a big dude to be catching touchdown passes." Like, <laughs> he is he didn't dude. play on the offensive line, like, and I don't mean like T. Martin big, like he was humongous. Yeah. Like tall mm-hmm. and had like, I don't know if you like when you shook his hand, did you notice how big his hand was? Yeah. It like ate my hand. He had some girth about him. Yeah. Um, Good girth. We Healthy need, girth. we need, we need to get him. I meant to get his phone number. We need to get him on, especially after a loss. Cause he has the most just calming voice. I was like, I'm going to listen to whatever you tell me. Dude. I feel like I was like, I was like, if he like rolled down his window in a dark alley and be like, Hey man, get in my car. I would do it. Like, it, yeah, he dude, just has sure. that voice. <laughs> Very calming voice. And he told us, he's like, guys, because I, I guess he's asking, you know, I guess he asked, like, why were your fans or something like that? Like, we told him, you know, like, well, we fell in love with it. Like, we're, he's like, he's like, just hang around. Like, it's going to be all right. Yeah. It's like, today was an example. Every but day a much, is a great day to be involved. Yeah. And I was like, much better way of saying it than I. But also because of how calming his voice was. Yeah. I was like, I'm evolved for life. Even more so now because of you. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was like, y'all from Knoxville? Yeah. He's like, y'all are family. Yeah. This is a family. Yeah. I was like. Which I don't know where he's originally from. I'm assuming not Knoxville, so that's pretty cool that yeah. like, a guy like, obviously, like it show it goes to show the impact that Knoxville and the university makes on like guys that come here. Yeah, so. absolutely. I'm going to look up where, see if I can find out where he's from real quick. While we're doing that, we got some Twitter questions. 
Twitter questions. Absolutely. I need to look that up. So, first one. Cameron Ward. At Cameron underscore Ward 32 said, even if Maurer is cleared to play next week, should they play him? I think we kind of answered that. Yeah. Um, we think he will, but we wouldn't hate it if he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, see what else we had at DRS or at Dr. Ski girl said, didn't get to watch second half. Know about toe toe penalty, but were there many others? Many other penalties, many other um, ejections. Is that what she's asking? He asking? No about Toa Toa penalty. So is he just out for the first half, by the way? Yes. Okay. That's good. Yeah, so he's on, he's only out for the first half. Um I mean there there wasn't a ton of pit uh, penalties on either one of the teams. I thought it was pretty clean, you know, besides his penalty. <laughs> um let me see if I can find how many penalties there actually were. It wasn't a lot. So, we had three for 34 yards. They had four for 15 yards. Gotcha. So, not no. a lot whatsoever. Um, I thought we had one more, maybe. I guess that's it. I forgot any I apologize but I think that's all we have so yeah there you go college football recap ended up being a good week of college football mainly because Tennessee won other than that don't care <laughs> um, just kidding the LSU Florida game which we did get to watch was a, a really good game um, briefly watched the Alabama A&M game uh, also just some crazy scores obviously at the Georgia USC game the goggle dog Missing it? Yeah, someone was like, death taxes and college kickers missing game winners. And I was like, first off, Goggle Dog has been in the league for 76 years. Yeah. He is no longer a college kicker. But, yeah, that's... Yeah, he's he's an NFL veteran already at heart. I mean, I think I said it before I actually got the text. I was like, I, I will laugh really hard if Goggle Dog misses Because he should. He's a guy that makes it all the time. He shouldn't miss him. I mean, he would never miss against us. No, never. He'd hit the fifty-one or the sixty-one yarder, bounce off the crossbar, crossbar, and go in. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, or no, it'd be even more Tennessee than that. It would be like they block it. The holder runs him down. He fumbles it. Goggle dog picks it up and <laughs> runs it back for a touchdown. Right. Right. Um. Oh, the Georgia. Uh, the funny thing about the Georgia South Carolina game is that the Tennessee fans. So it obviously ended after our game because it went to overtime. But it was like funny to see Tennessee fans celebrate again. Like yeah. everyone was like super excited that it happened, and I was excited. But like an hour later, I was like, oh, we haven't played South Carolina yet. That sucks because now they're yep. <laughs> they've got some confidence. But and then we got to celebrate the Florida loss. Got to celebrate the Florida loss. Nice. Florida getting getting beat down pretty good, forty two to twenty eight from. LSU, who is the real deal. Dude, they are. Number two. The real deal. They're the real deal. Uh, is this 2000? And that was two good defenses last night, and they yeah. put up a lot of points. Yeah. Joe Burrow, Joe, the, Joe Burrow is the real deal. I also yeah. saw that like LSU's offense averaged like six, seven yards a play, something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. It might have been more. 
It was something like that. I feel like every time I would, because we were at Cool Beans, any time that I would turn my head, they it was, the score was different. Yeah. And somebody was scoring. Yeah. It was incredible. Uh, we, we were talking about this, man. The top teams, and even more so before before Georgia lost. So Georgia's making me look stupid because I, I was thinking this. Um, it really doesn't take them to make me look stupid. But Georgia, um, <laughs> but it seems like the top teams in college football are the top teams. Yep. And 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 in the SEC and the ACC, everywhere it's pretty true. Big Ten, um, Pac-12, everybody kind of sucks. Uh, true in the Big Big Twelve as well, but the top teams are good, and the bottom teams are very not good. Um, and then like like number when you look at top twenty five, like number twenty five through ten is, I feel like you, I feel like there's forty teams that could be in those spots because they're gonna win and lose. Like Virginia getting beat by Miami, Miami's not good. Yeah, so I'm looking at the rankings right now, and Georgia's at 10. I think everybody below Georgia, that includes Auburn, Oregon, Utah, I feel like all those, like none of those teams are just like, man, they're a good football team. Right. Most people can beat them. I'm not going to say Tennessee could beat them, but most people could. Yeah. Most people could. Um, I mean, Texas is at 15. They're 4-2. and two. Yeah. Baylor is number 18 in the country right now. Wow. How did they bounce back from their crap before we do? That's insane. Offense, man. <laughs> Offense. Offense and no defense. That's how you win in the Big 12. Yep. Alabama beating uh, A&M. Oh, excuse me. Oh, you said 28. Landon kept me out last night. <laughs> Fake news. You did. I made you go home. You made me. You also made me stay out. <laughs> little, 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 uh. Plot twist there. All I know is Moe's after the game was, that was a great idea. That, that's the first time in many a years that I've eaten a full Joey. Because Joey Jr. is enough. Like, it is. Yeah. I ate that full Joey. Oh, yeah. I probably could have ate another one, too. I was starving. I don't know about that, because this morning, I didn't ever, I ended up not throwing up, but I thought I was going to throw that Joey right back up. Oh, you had a little butt throw up? I did not. Oh. No, no, I thought I was going to throw up. Oh. And I didn't, thankfully. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, better out than in. So you kept it in, so that's not yeah. good. Uh, Wisconsin, 38-0 to Michigan State. We joke because I've been saying Wisconsin's a really good football team. What'd they move up to, by the way? You're number saw... six. Number six. Um, I've been saying they're a good football team, and I was like, Michigan State's going to prove me wrong this week. They're going to somehow beat Wisconsin. 38 to nothing, though. And, you know, Wisconsin is... They play Ohio State in two weeks. It's going to be fun. I just, I think... They're just a different football team that people aren't used to seeing. They're old and school. They're old school. The way they control the game right now mm-hmm. is incredible. I don't even know who their quarterback is. And I don't care because they don't need it. They don't need him. Jack Cone. I wonder. Can you uh, look up what they're averaging a carry right now? Averaging a carry. <laughs> yeah. So they average. They average four point eight yards yesterday. Uh, a carry. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they do for the season. I bet it's right in that range, which yeah, is probably. incredible. Because Jonathan Taylor, I mean, he had 26 carries for yeah. only 80 yards. We had two touchdowns. Yeah. They had one guy, he had one carry for 66 yards and a touchdown. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, but, I mean, to be that old school, you you got to have a dominant running back yeah. and an efficient quarterback, and they have both of those. Yeah, and their offensive line is, I mean, they bring a different, na- different meaning to the big nasties. And their defense is incredible. Four shutouts so far this season. Yeah, that's... the most anybody's put on them fifteen points, and that was Northwestern. Wow, 
That game was like pretty good for a while, wasn't it? I don't even I'm trying to remember. Um I don't remember. Did you see the USC Notre Dame score? Notre Dame's slowly slipping. They're gonna, they're gonna get caught eventually. Did they lose? Nope, they won thirty to twenty seven. Mm. There, but it's you know, like it's getting that time of the year where it's time for Notre Dame to lose. It's getting there. Hmm. Getting there. Did you see the Louisville so, Wake Forest score? So, Sorry. Um, Wisconsin. I, I just looked this up because I was curious. Northwestern scored um, 13. They scored 12 points in the fourth quarter under nine minutes left. Garbage time points. So, so yeah, it was, okay. it was 24 to three until they scored. Yeah, gotcha. So, yeah, Wisconsin has a solid defense. That's to hold people – to shut out four people and then have people just scoring in garbage time, that's the only way they're scoring on you. That's pretty incredible. Pretty good. I'm on the Wisconsin train. <laughs> I'm not cheering for them, but I will definitely cheer for them over Ohio State. Oh, yeah? I hate Ohio State. Uh, everybody hates Ohio State. They're butt. They are butt. I just realized our uh, camera feed went out, so let me get that fixed, guys. I apologize. I broke the camera with my face. I'm terrible. Audio's working. You can still hear us. We're good. Camera's own one. Um, others. Did you? So did you see the Louisville Wake Forest score? No. I want you to guess. Don't look it up. Guess. Louisville Wake Forest. Wake Forest is ranked. I'll tell you that they lost to Louisville. See if you can guess the score. Thirty-one twenty-one. Double. Add a couple extra. Sixty-two to fifty-nine. Are you serious? Dead serious. Louisville beat Wake Forest sixty-two to fifty-nine. Why? I, like, <laughs> why is that even a score? I I don't know. I don't know. It's incredible. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah, that's it's insane. Penn State seventeen to twelve over Iowa. Those are pretty like two solid Big Ten teams. Yeah, two solid Big Ten teams. God, like Big Ten football is so boring to watch. Yeah. Uh, Temple Unless getting you're the upset over number twenty-three Memphis. Yeah. 30 to 28. So are we, who's the best team in the state of Tennessee? Tennessee Tech now? Mm. ETSU? Maybe. <laughs> Go Bucks, baby. Buck up. Uh, and then the hilarious UNLV 34 to 10 over Vandy. <laughs> I just, I can't imagine all the Vandy fans, like all six of them, that tweeted about us losing to Georgia State. And then you go and do the same thing. In worse fashion, to you, their quarterbacks were sixteen for forty-one and one hundred forty yards in a pick. Why are you even still throwing the football at that point? Like, that's stupid. <laughs> they are so bad. That's, I mean, that's coaching. And fifty-three yards of that was on one play. That's incredible, dude. They're terrible. Did Deuce Wallace get to play? Yeah, Mason said he would. Yeah, he did play. He did. What was his stats? Five for 16, 36 yards. He hadn't been good since South Oil tore him apart in 2015 or yep. 14. Brody Rollins and, and that crew did it to him. They did it to him. They, they wore him out. Yep. He was really good until then. Never recovered. No. He was good until then. Yep. Um, any other scores you want to talk about? Any of the games? The only thing I've written down is Vandy sucks. <laughs> and um, LSU is for real. Like I, like I for real think... Alabama and LSU are the best two teams in the country. Uh, I agree. I think the rankings are correct currently. And they play at Alabama. They have to play Auburn at home and then go Alabama the next week. So, 
It's gonna be tough for LSU. Yeah, absolutely. But if they're absolutely. able to somehow come away with a win, because that's that's probably the winner of that game is probably in the Nash- is in the college football playoff. Probably, probably so. I would agree. So segments. Let's talk some most important. Most important. Orange pants. Come on, <laughs> beach to it. That's awesome, dude. I'm so glad we wore them. Dude, it was fun. Um, you think, do we do we do we do, go tw- two in a row? Orange on the road. We might. We should. We should. Do it until we lose, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Actually, uh, like, let's not do it. Yeah, just Alabama. keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, my most important is David Ortiz. He, um, I think this is Tito's that he put in Frank Thomas's cup on. Fox Sports. And so it, it like shows Frank Thomas like taking a that sip. Is it? And yeah. he's just like what? Does he not flinch at all? Not not like you would think. <laughs> not like you would think. I mean, I can't imagine I can, I've done it. Yeah. And not flinching. It was just like did it he was just like thought about it for a second, he was just like What in the world? Yeah. But I no. thought that was hilarious. Heck no. Great prank. And they use like the same style cup that he had. So I thought that was nifty. Creative. I like He's it. got a what now? What were you saying? So they like, Frank Thomas's cup, they like got the same cup and put that in there. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Bold. I can't, oh, that's incredible. He didn't flinch. That's incredible. I'll uh, show you the video after. Uh, let's see here. What was my next one? Oh, this is a little bit different, but Vol Hockey beat Mississippi State 16 to nothing. Hockey. Hockey. 16 to nothing. Jeez. Yeah. Miss it. Tough weekend for Mississippi State Athletics. Tough weekend. Hate, hate to see it. Yep. You hate to see it. My next one is um, Nick Bosa taking a little revenge to Baker. That was that was a good celebration. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> Respect. Respect. Yeah, like, where, credit where credit's due. Pretty yeah, I think it was... I don't think it was over the top. No, no, no. I, mean, I think it was It was fair. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that that's cool that they're bringing like college, like their college rivalry yeah. into it. I right, thought absolutely. that was cool. Also, one thing I want to say, speaking of that, similar kind of take, I'm not 100% convinced that, you know, a few times through the Butch Jones years and... Um, the Derek Dooley teams. I'm not convinced like guys there were that a majority of the guys like necessarily wanted to beat it at Tennessee. And I mean that like they weren't probably weren't fans growing up, weren't necessarily like had that fan mentality when they were here. Whereas you got guys like Trey Smith who like want to be at Tennessee because like they love Tennessee. Yeah. You've got you got guys like that. Like I'm not saying like it was their team growing up. Trey Smith, now he's different. He may may have been, but no, like Brian Maurer just seems like he wants to be here in Orange. Yeah, got guys like that on the on this team that Tyler Bird, the way he was talking after the game, like just seem like they want to be at Tennessee because it's Tennessee, not because it's college. Like it's just college football. So kind of on the same page of like like Trey Smith talking about the orange pants afterwards. That was awesome. Like that just seems like a fan. The orange britches, baby. Yeah, the orange britches. It seems like a fan talking. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I feel like 
Again, I think, I think a lot of that is buying into the program. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. It gives you – so credit to this guy who was saying it. I still don't think we beat Alabama. I don't think we touch Alabama. But, you know, it when you go into rivalry games like Alabama and you want to be at Tennessee and you understand what Tennessee is, it does make you fight a little bit harder. Because, other than, you know, if, there, if you don't have guys that are fans that want to be here, games like Alabama are just another game. Yeah. And you don't have that – passion that rivalry passion but now maybe you do have more of it i don't know it just feels like more more guys want to be here because it's tennessee not just because it's college football yeah it just, i don't know it feels like that right now maybe i'm looking into it too much but i mean they're definitely more vocal vocal about, about it. it yeah yeah i mean like you just you knew josh dobbs loved being mm-hmm. at the university of tennessee yeah like guys like grant williams admiral skillfield like, guys that when they walk through the tee through the last time, like, it means something to yeah. them. It's yep. not just like, yep, got my degree. Right. Moving on. Yep. I don't think I have any more most important. I have one more. One so, more. Uh, F.A. Obata. He's a, a defensive lineman for the Carolina Panthers. Um, they played in London today, and he's from there. And so, they made him an honorary captain today. So, I thought that was pretty cool. To go who, home and who is that? F. A. Obata okay. with the with the Panthers. Yeah, um, he's got an incredible story. I don't know if if you watched that um, series on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. the where they follow the team around. Yeah, year. no, I haven't. It, it goes into detail about F. A. Obata and kind of he how he started playing football, and then you know it just kind of happened that he got the opportunity to try out and. Now he's like an actual decent NFL player. Um, so I thought that was cool to make him an honorary captain when they went home to to his home country. I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, so that's all you got for most important, so he said? Yep. All right, fail of the week. Vandy. That's your, that's your fail? <laughs> Definitely. So I've got one. I've got the refs in this Georgia high school football game between, I don't know how to say that, McAkron and Hillgrove. Game-winning touchdown, called no good. I'll let you be the judge. I think I've seen this. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's not even close. They they ruled him down or out, and it wasn't close. Like if they ruled a fumble, I mean, I'm saying the same thing. Like it's still not good, but that wasn't even close. No, was not close. If you haven't seen it, if you go to High Five Sports on Twitter. Like, that's the name. High five uh, sports. And you'll find the video. He's got, like, three videos of it. But it's it was atrocious. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you make that call. Yep. I don't know. Well, I got another fail. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. I have one, I have you one, got, you got one more. So, uh, Dave Peterson. Did you see the letter he wrote um, to... Penn State. Oh my God! Who like who is gonna happily be like, "Yep, this is I did this." Like that? Come on, man. He's if you haven't read it, uh, I'm not gonna read the whole thing because that would take too long. But here, here's one quote from it: "Don't you have parents or girlfriend who would have told you those shoulder length dreadlocks look disgusting and are certainly not attractive?" <laughs> right. I mean, I'm with a lot of people like. I'm not saying he's a racist. I'm not oh, yeah. not saying he's not racist. Yeah, that dude's 
damn near. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, people like that. There's, I mean, I'm sure there's people like that everywhere, but good lord. Like, we're not in the 1940s anymore. Yeah. And dreadlocks make you better at football. So Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Everybody with dreadlocks is, like, twice as good as football before they had dreads. Yeah. That's just, like, it. Like, Callaway. And it's just a look. Like, if you have dreads, you automatically know that dude's good at football. He has dreads. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Dreads make you... That's why Callaway is like uh, Samson. That's why his dreads get longer and longer. Mm-hmm. How long are I haven't seen him like outside of a helmet in a while. Pretty long. I mean, it looks like that... Past shoulder. It looks like the... Oh, well past shoulder. Yeah. Well past shoulder, but it looks like a... Uh, what was that? What that thing? That athletic tape roll he's got going on gets thicker and thicker every week. Yeah. Got a lot of hair. I love it. Love the dreadlocks. Uh, my last fail is... Did I lose it? Wes Rucker. My man. Buddy. Maybe stay off the tweeting machine. He said, hashtag Vols, Henry Toto, spelled incorrectly, telling everyone <laughs> which half he'll miss next week at Alabama. Why would you tweet that? And people are rodding him, and I'm sure he'll tweet. I don't understand why people you know, get on to me for just saying. Because that's a stupid thing to tweet. Yeah. I don't know if he was trying to be funny. How about because everybody like stood up and gave him like an ovation for. Yeah. And it was a dumb tackle, but I was like, I'll still clap for him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it was the right call, but in the moment. He's just trying to make a play. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I know somebody in the athletic department and they said Henry Toto is one of the nicest guys yeah. they've ever met. And he, and then you have people like this idiot Wes Rucker who goes on here and tries to make fun of the whole situation. Just stupid. And then he gets mad at people making fun of him for not standing for the national anthem, which I'm not saying I support it, <laughs> but I'm not not saying I. They still do that. I hope. I think I think I think one of let me see if I can get there quick enough. I think one of the tweets is like, how about him saying how many times Wes Rucker stood for the national anthem. Because he's holding up like, he's waving, but he's like holding up a one. Yeah. Oh, people still get him on. It's oh great. Oh my gosh. Let's see if I can find That's it. hilarious. What about the, speaking of fails, what about the Jerry Pruitt dancing? Not great. Not great. <laughs> not great. He's not a great dancer. I will say, it looked very similar to another head coach dancing. Do you remember the, and I think it's like a, gift now of Butch Jones yeah like, like that look pretty similar I don't I'm not saying that don't mm, nope I mean we praised Butch Jones when he did it so I'm gonna praise Jeremy Pruitt yeah dude it. we were idiots <laughs> like we took up we him. were idiots yep yeah, I feel like we gave him a fair amount of time I won't get into that I'm like I, I just mean we're idiots like we looking back like we loved that video of him like they said, you can't turn around. I said, when do I start? That brick, was a terrible promo. Brick by brick. That was a terrible promo. Oh, yeah. We like we got into everything. It was like, all right, this guy is, like, he's making a lot of these weird 
comments. He had little man syndrome, but wasn't good at having like Nick Saban. He wasn't good at having little man syndrome. Yeah. Uh, let's see where I can find it. Someone said something like. So, I have one more. Um, the Dolphins for their. God. They're trying to go for the win. I don't disagree with the call with going for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the Redskins, the Dolphins, you both haven't won a game yet. Dolphins, terrible play call. Just hit a guy right in the chest. Um, it looked like one of the plays Tennessee does where we always seem to miss the ball or it's a bad throw or we fumble it. One of those kind of throws. And it wasn't even like a tunnel screen, really. I don't know what it, it was. just yeah. kind of like hit him and like there. Even if he would have caught it, he would have been tackled. But right. he drops it, and so that's they lost. Sorry, Toe Toe wasn't spelled. Yeah, I guess it was spelled incorrectly. Is his name? Is there a space between the first, or the second O and the second T? Or is it just? Uh, I'll show you. Oh yeah, you have it, don't you? Please hold. Please hold. On the official roster, it it's a space. Yeah, there's a space. Okay. So he did spell it incorrectly. He'd spelled it correctly. Oh. I thought there wasn't a space. Oh, I gotcha. Um, so I'll, I'll give him that credit. Yeah, someone did tweet Henry Toto telling everyone how many times he'd like to see West Rucker stand for a national anthem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dolphins are terrible. Vandy sucks. Tennessee's back, baby. Um, I'm just kidding. We're back. We're going to beat Bam this weekend. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll call him. All right. Go listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Where there's a podcast, there's more important issues. We're also on YouTube. Um, we're obviously on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, sort of. Go check us out. Yeah, we'll also have a, um, I think we'll, we'll try to tweet out tonight, a phone number where you can leave us a voicemail yeah. and we can listen to it. Potentially. Got to work on it. Yeah, we're, we're ironing out some details, and we'll, we'll get it there. Best ones we'll put on the show. Yeah. Sorry, Chad. I think Talk about one. whatever. Your reaction to the game, where you think we're going to go. Talk about life. I don't care. Yeah. You, you just need somebody to call. Just call me. Yeah, I'm, I'm in need for a good laugh, so if you want to make <laughs> me laugh, you know, by all means. Yeah, absolutely. Don't call us when you're, when you're shitting at work. We can tell when you're in a bathroom. Yep. So, just, or do it. I guess that's my laugh. Yeah. That's all we got. Yeah. We're bringing the boat in. Want to know this week, and we out.